Um, but oh, the best oh one. God! <laughs> All right, no, now you've upset me. <laughs> now we've crossed into a line. Oh, oh. my days. Welcome to the Well Played DLC Podcast, Australia's juiciest gaming podcast. I am Zach Jackson, joined by Mr. Souls-like Adam Ryan. Hello, mate. Mr. Souls-like 2, James Wood. Howdy, gamers. Mr. Souls-like 3, Nathan Hennessy. Prepare to have a good time. And Miss Souls-like, Rhiannon <laughs> Hello. Hello. How are we all? So bloody fantastic, cool. mate. Are we are we going to give them context to this? Because I feel like we're. Are we going to nah. get off with an argument? Is that how we're going to start this? No, week? no, no not. one's I would never arguing. Carry my grudges into recordings. You'd never, that's, and you never have, never will. That's a lie, isn't it? My <laughs> nose might be growing, eh? Oh, hey. Oh, hey. Hey. Speaking of big noses. Let's talk about games that we have played. Seamless. This week. <laughs> like just for fun? Just for fun. If there's All anything. Right. Is there fun anymore? What even is fun I these days? I am one trophy away from my RE6 100%. You suck. Uh, oh, my God. I know. <sighs> James. It is. I, I know. I know. There I've been uh, here trophy boosting. Oh, well, look, but this is why I feel comfortable to share my truth, right? Um, this has been an ongoing process for me. But uh, no, we've been trophy boosting with, uh, we've got a mate in Russia now on the PSN who's been helping us out. Um, it is, uh, look, those multiplayer modes are not good. Uh, that That's a that's a already pretty shonky game made worse by its multiplayer. But I'm glad I went on this journey. I love Resident Evil. That's all i got to say. I believe That's you. all there is to say. Why? This is what you do with your spare time. Yeah. You hang out with Russians and play Resident Evil 6. <laughs> well, no, I'm hanging out with a mate. The Russian's not in the party with us. That would be weird. Wouldn't it? <laughs> that's so that's what, what would make just... this situation weird. <laughs> yeah. So he's just like on the outside, like basically like you two are just having a good time and he's like... Well, he's like hanging out with his girlfriend or something. She sounds lovely as oh, well. So you, they so seem you, like a wonderful so couple. You've spoken but... to they're just having a domestic. He uh, we, we've, been, we've been texting a lot. This is a weird thing, James. I'll I'll be honest. This is fucking weird. No, but you're aware of the concept of trophy boosting, I can't right? Tell who's like, no. third wheel? Absolutely. No, oh, I okay. break it down for oh. us. But well, I, no, can, you, like, I, you, I can get you what jump it is. on PSN profiles and you make a little like thing that's like, hey, I need to boost this trophy in these time windows. Can mm. anyone help out? Then someone else that's also looking for that trophy jumps on, and it's if it's like get a hundred right. kills or whatever. You and that other person just sit there and smash it out because like multiplayer trophies suck. Like they shouldn't exist, and it's not always fun to get your mates involved. I just happen to have a you know psychotic mate who's helping me do mine at the moment. Um, is he in Russian? But no, no, this is a different mate. Yeah. Why? Why is it called trophy boosting? Uh, because you're boosting getting the trophy, like it's it's like gaming the system basically. Yeah, they're not they're not trying to organically gain the trophies; they're gamifying yeah. the process. Exactly. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Grow the fuck up, mate. This has got to be something better to do with your time than 
Oh, there absolutely is. There's so many things I could be doing with my time that aren't trying to platinum Resident Evil 6, but here we are. (laughs) This is a conversation I have with anyone that chases platinums. What are you doing? Normally, like, yeah, I agree. Like, my mate's really into platinuming games, and so anytime we play a game together, I'm always like, yeah, look, if you're going to do this with me, I'll help you get the platinum. And then I just naturally get it myself through that process. Typically, I only get platinums for games that I, like, think are genuinely phenomenal. So like you're from software stuff and some indies that I really like. So broadly, I agree with you. And I agree that he has a really bad habit of this, but also I've gotten to play 70 hours of Resident Evil 6 this year. So who's really losing here? We can't see that. That was on top of the 85 hours in Resident Evil 5 as well. Jesus Christ. Can't see the gun being pointed at James just out of frame. He seems happy. (laughs) What's your last three Platinums? Uh, it would have been, I think, Stranded Deep, the like boat, su- the it's kind of island survivor mate, game, whatever. Issues, mate. I, I'm aware. Uh, Resident Evil Five and uh one of the maybe Dark Souls Three, I think. Yeah, I could fuck with that. Is your most recent? I think so. I don't do it that often. Mm. Just on mm. special occasions, though. Yeah, for Resident <laughs> Evil. Oh. <laughs> uh. Anyway, uh, anything else that you've been playing? Uh, oh, got probably got no more time, do you? No, that's it. You know, between this and content, like that's it. Absolutely. Yep. Should I ask old mate about the day before? My oh, my Russian friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> friend is a strong word. They all talk to one and another. You, you know, he's probably heard exactly, something on the yeah. grapevine. <laughs> yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, that's me done. Mm. I think it is too. I agree. <laughs> Anyone else played anything they want to share before we hit the content? Capital C. Not heaps. I've I've been playing a little bit of Pavlov, like the the VR shooter, because I tried to play Firewall Ultra. Pavlov, Pavlov, yep. Um, Yeah, tried to play Firewall Ultra and couldn't vibe with it um, because it's not very tactile. Like a lot of it's you press a button to pick something up instead of physically picking something up at mm. the most egregious thing is to throw a grenade. You hold down a button and semi intuitively you look where you're going to throw it and it just automatically throws it. Like you don't get There's to no tangibly, lobbing. you don't get, to, yeah, you don't get to lob the grenade and you're in fucking VR. So it just, yeah, feels a bit weird. So just defaulted back to Pavlov cause that's a grand old time. Um, but outside of that, just a bit more suns, of the forest cause I'm still very much enjoying it. Nathan, what are you? Uh, what have you been doing? Gave the old Starfield a tickle. Uh, haven't, haven't read James's review just yet, but I want to because I just hit credits today. So now I want to compare thoughts. Damn. Yeah. This is okay. Can we just pump the brakes here for just two seconds? Two weeks ago, two weeks ago, we spoke about Starfield and we're like, "Oh, who's keen to test it out?" And you're like, "Nah, I don't even have Game Pass, mate. Probably yeah. give it. A, I'll give it a. I'll give it a scratch <laughs> sometime in the near future." Two weeks later, fucking game <laughs> credits. How <laughs> yeah, fuck are you? Yeah, uh, re up the Game Pass. You are fucked. I'm just a good Everyone's game, fucked. mate. <laughs> you trained me well. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, did you have a positive experience? I did. Uh, I wish I had James on camera so I could see his face when I go. I feel like he was a bit generous to it. Ooh! Like, can like, you can you um can you just repeat that? 
I thought I thought James might have been a little bit on the generous side with the Starfield review. I enjoyed it. Oh. But the game has been There goes that three day pack bit <laughs> Not not quite what I wanted. It's a very different did- game to what was marketed to me. But I enjoyed it nonetheless. He's right. Yeah. I was generous. <laughs> If I that like. if that water that you just sipped was just whiskey neat, that would have been the perfect image. <laughs> I was generous. <laughs> <laughs> like, I um, enjoyed it, but as soon as I, I finished it and hit New Game Plus, I put it down and went, you know what? I, th- I think I'm already done with this. And I don't know if I'm necessarily going to go back. I enjoyed my time with it. But I don't know if I'll be thinking about it at the end of the year. What okay. did you want from it? Not Fallout, not a Fallout 4 mod, and that's kind of what it felt like I got. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> All right. Actually, I found the shooting more pleasant in Fallout 4. I did too. Than I did in, in Starfield. I did too, yeah. specifically because there's like the dismemberment and stuff like that. There's actually consequences for where you shoot people. Uh, in Starfield, it's just like, oh, you shot them in their oxygen tank. Oh, they blew up. Excellent. But that's about as dynamic as it gets. It's just a lot of pew pew. Mm. I enjoyed it. Are you en- are you liking the quests at least? Uh, it's Baldur's Gate 3 set, set such a high bar. So now it just feels like when I start a quest and I'm like, okay, this quest is going to wrap up. There's another like six quests that spawn off the back of it. So I'm finding that interesting. And it's like, how far do you want to go down a, a rabbit hole? Like it's a very much a rabbit hole chasing game. So that's where I enjoyed it the most. Being able to like mm. get into a quest line, and be like, I'm really invested in this, and spend the next three hours whiling away at it because they are lengthy little quests. These side quests, they are pretty pretty substantial distractions. Agreed. Cool. Perhaps it's more about Anything the else? journey than the destination, Nathan. I agree. I think that for me is where where Starfield shine the most, wandering mm. off the beaten path and just enjoying the journey. Yeah, yeah. Look, that's okay. That's to- totally fine. Uh, I'm so excited to see I I would I really desperately and sincerely hope it gets a sequel because I feel like it's a fantastic Mm. proof of concept and I feel like they can only like the sky's the limit for how they could improve on it Starfield 2 is what I'm keen for now I think it'll be more like DLC I don't think it'll be like a full like release DLC Um, and perhaps I can see the future for Starfield existing sort of similarly to how Elder Scrolls Online became a thing. I think, um, perhaps they'll move into a MMO, um, maybe, maybe in eight years time, six years time, something like that. We'll see that. I I could dig that. Yeah. 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 I think that, that there's a perfect space for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can you imagine PVP (laughs) in your, um, Spaceships? Just saying. I, I feel oh. like I, I wouldn't last very long. Spaceship is <laughs> not where I excelled at Starfield, admittedly. But I, I, I appreciated it. You finished the main quest, you said? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yep. Straight into <clears throat> okay, the game uh, plus. I, yeah, okay, cool. I guess without any spoilers then, obviously, um, did you enjoy where the story went? I really did, yeah. This is absolutely their yeah. strongest story, their strongest main quest line. I was genuinely surprised at many times. Uh, surprised mm-hmm. in ways that I weren't, wasn't expecting, so that that was really exciting. Agreed. Yeah, some really cool quest design r- right towards the back as well. Like it, def- it definitely didn't drop off. Yeah, I think um, my 
my latest uh, enjoyment from Starfield is the adoring fan. Um, I haven't I'm found a- him, no! Oh, oh, then, I don't know if it's a it's, human it's, it's a It's a trait that you, oh, it's a that you pick. Yeah, so you have to select it. You can go to the, um, the uh, genetics lab and change that. Um, but he just comes up randomly in, in the town and he's like, oh, my goodness, I'm such a big fan. Um, and then he applauds you for everything that you do, uh, like landing the ship and um, <laughs> just standing there and existing. Um, and he, he, he yelled at a piece of dust for landing on me um, and imperfecting such oh, perfection. That's sweet. Um, yeah, it, it was lovely and really lended into, um, you know, the praising business. <laughs> I'm genuinely, I ge- was, was looking out for the, for the fan, but um, <laughs> uh, I'm pleased to hear that, that it's still amusing. Yes, yes. Um, no, there's um, uh, there's there's a lot there's a lot to love, uh, in Starfield. Um, I look, it's not perfect, but no game is, and um, yeah, I, I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying my time. Um, but are we still on what we played this week? Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> and we haven't heard you yet. No, no. Um, I was dealing with um small versions of myself. Um. <laughs> Uh, I jumped into um, the crew. That was Ooh. that's been a bit of fun. Um, I have mentioned this before. Uh, I'm not sure if it's on the podcast or not, but um, the the crew is set in Motorfest is set in Hawaii, right? Um, and I'm kind of disappointed I didn't. Well, I haven't yet, and I don't think I can uh, drift around a volcano. Uh, I would have really <laughs> oh. enjoyed that. <laughs> it seemed uh, very, very fitting um, rather than um, injecting Chinatown or Japantown uh, into <laughs> Hawaii. Um, yes. <laughs> and um, some of the dialogue is, uh, is quite cringe. Uh, it's very Ubisoft. Um, it, it's very specifically that strain of Ubisoft that does like sports and okay. pop culture stuff, you know? Okay. Um, Republic wasn't the strongest dialogue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, look, it's a bit of fun and it's, you know, it's a, it's a little uh, entree to, uh, to what we're going to get later on in regards to the, the racing games uh, coming up in the next year. Interesting that with the volcanoes. Excuse my ignorance, but Hawaii's got volcanoes, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I could totally like, dig being able to venture around that, but it not being a thing. I certainly hope it is somewhere. Um, it's, I think it's in Forza Horizon Five. There's yeah. a dormant one, I believe. Well, they've at least got the the mountains. Um, mm. So it's not like completely out of this world, but do you have a, a plane yet in the crew? Yes. Okay, cool. So have you like done like a like mm. a scouting of the island to look for one? Yes. That's a bummer. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, oh that's really. <laughs> I'm really concerned by that. It's such a yeah. little. Uh, yeah. It's a big little detail, isn't it? I don't know. That's that's just something that I, I don't know, wanted to see, but it wasn't there. Yeah. That's fair. Very nice. Uh, I got nothing for you. Just more GTA Five. I'm stuck. And oh yeah, how's that going? What is going on with that? Are I you just, playing it on mate, Xbox they... or no PS Five? PS Five. Yeah, yeah. 
That game can just die. That is hilarious <laughs> to me. I just At can't what point wait. do you just consult a guide, mate? I have. I have. <laughs> I have. I've like searched like, hey, hey, what are the main missions in GTA 5? I've figured out where, I, where I'm at to. Then I don't know how to get to the next one. What I'm thinking is that there's the part that I'm up to right is where I have to commandeer a military vehicle. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I figure that's just the main mission, right? But that thing just fucking comes and goes throughout the world. Anyway, I did that the other night as Michael commandeered the vehicle, drove yep. all the way back to the little dot, got out of the vehicle, and they're like, kill the guards. And for whatever reason, I don't know why, but Michael's got no weapons. And it's taken me did you collectively across them a few up? days. Probably a couple of hours to actually successfully get this truck right. Oh I've been off God. doing you know, random other dumb shit, right? And I died, of course. So, anyway, GTA 5, <laughs> eh? Um, Is this a pledge game? It's a punishment game. But that's what it, feels like. <laughs> it sounds like you're playing it wrong, which is hilarious. Uh, what, mate? You, what difficulty have you got it on? Fucking easy at the moment. No, I don't know. Back Whatever it is, does it, there, does it even have difficulties? I don't know. I will get screenshots of the map, and you can tell me where I need to go. Okay. Because there's no like. I don't Give it to it. Nathan. Just that's what it. I usually do. Yeah. <laughs> just, just look up a guide. There's surely there's a YouTube I have, video. I have you, looked I've, at guides. You are you sure? Yes. Okay. That's like the first place I went, mate. <laughs> this whole time guys... he hasn't actually been playing Grand Theft Auto for <laughs> the only, the some only weird thing, bootleg uh, copy. That, uh, unless you have to do like those strangers and freaks things, like unless unless they're part of the main nah. missions. Nah. No. Like, it, no. Exactly. Right. The only, so the only thing that is left to actually do is this military bus. So unless it's like Nathan said the other week, and I need to call call yeah, some person yeah. on the phone or. But why doesn't it tell me that? Like, why doesn't it give me a pop-up? Or I bet you there's and some dialogue that has happened that you've half listened to, but it's just not giving you any sort of half. reminder. Is there not, not a quest it. log? No. Well, sort uh, of, but there's no, like, there's, there's no, like, so when you go to, like, your, <laughs> to your missions thing, it says you haven't selected a, a mission, basically. That's like, yeah. Oh, so you need to, like, probably go to... Anyway. Quest giver or something. Yeah, right. That sounds like a shit time. Yeah, good. Eh. It is what it is. We Uh, wish you luck. That's a real shame. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Want to get that plan? Uh, I'm having fun, like, just blowing up everyone. I just. Oh, it's good fun. Absolutely. I got the rocket launcher out, just blew everyone and then myself, apparently. So. That, yeah, it's great for a fun. ten-year-old game. Mm. I, mm. I, I do think so. Mm. And pe- people have mm. a go at me sometimes for playing like Forza, and I'm like, it's not that old. Jeez. The first Forza? No, I can't. I no, not the first <laughs> one. <laughs> My no, goodness. Two, I'm sorry. I couldn't help myself. <laughs> You know what? I actually own all the physical copies of all of the Forza. Oh, cute. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I do, but I don't actually have the systems um, to play them. Um, I get that. So they're on, if anyone has an original Xbox, an Xbox 360, um, or they're selling one, um, 
you know, let me know. I feel like Ash definitely has a 360 laying around now. If not, I'm sure he'd scour mm-hmm. Facebook Marketplace for me. <laughs> yeah, he can source <laughs> one. <laughs> Love that man. All right, let, let's push forward before we get bogged down in Exciting discussions. Okay, GTA so... GTA 5 Quest design. Adam, did you <laughs> say anything? I can't remember. Oh, you did, didn't you? You said you'd been playing yeah, Sons of the Forest. Yep. Sure All right, let's get past the intro bit now and get into the content. How good, how exciting. Uh, I have played Assassin's Creed Mirage. James has also played Assassin's Creed Mirage. He went to France. I went to Sydney. <laughs> uh, so Read into that. Um, he did it for Press Start. I did it for, well, for us. So it tells you all you need to know. Sloppy seconds, um, mate. It was actually pretty good surfing. Uh, it was just over three hours. Of, uh, of gameplay. I think James got a little bit more greedy. Um, yeah. Earned. Earned. Uh, yeah, so this is, uh, I mean, if you've seen the trailers and stuff before, this is kind of uh, Ubisoft going back to the old school or the older style, the more classical Assassin's Creed formula uh, where they're not quite as huge as these RPG behemoths that they have where there's just content for days, years, millenniums. Um, so it starts in the ninth century, sorry, it's set in the ninth century Baghdad and you play as Basim, who apparently is a character in Valhalla. Uh, you come across him in Valhalla. Is he a main character in Valhalla? I didn't get that far into Valhalla. I think he shows up as a DLC antagonist. Right. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um, and yeah, he's just this little, uh, little thief, this little street thief, and he kind of has these ambitions of being more and, you know, wanting more for his people. So he basically steals a bunch of shit and um, he wants to be a hidden one, as they're called, which was, I think, the um, original name for the Assassin's Brotherhood. Yeah, or the proto-Assassins. Uh, um, so, yeah, so that, that's pretty much the baseline premise is you know he, he's going from i think they said in one of the trailers or maybe even one of the preview thingies that it, it's a coming of age story for him so he goes from the, this street thief to um assassin and yeah uh the, the james what do you think of the actual setting itself the the, the city the Baghdad stuff yeah yeah I, I thought it was i thought it was really cool like this is the first time they've done a enclosed city environment since um uh what was the one in london i syndicate. always forget its name syndicate yeah so it, it's been a hot minute right since they've made an environment like this um so that, that, i thought that was stuff was really cool the team was very um uh, I guess passionate and clear about how much work they'd tried to put into getting this culturally correct. Um, because Baghdad is such a specifically difficult place to historically catalog because of the way the region has played out. Um, and just what time has done to that place has made it very difficult to understand exactly what it would have looked like in its prime. Um, so there's a lot of creativity, uh, and, and some liberties being taken here to make it a bit more video gamey, obviously, because it's, it's what Ubisoft does with every location they visit. Um, but I think that, I know getting to see something in the Middle East specifically is such a cool concept mm. and to not have it like draped in a yellow filter, you know, to, to have it be vibrant and full of life and different cultures. I, I love the concept and, and m- m- from what I've seen, the execution of the setting is really cool. Yeah. I, I wrote that in mind that it, it's a cool setting and it feels very fitting for this kind of game as well. Uh, I think, I think mm. it, it, it suits this 
this style of game. I think I read somewhere, I was doing a little bit of research on Baghdad, but I think the original, and this could be totally wrong, so I'm just trying to remember exactly what I what I read, but the original layout of the city was like had this like circular wall or something to that to mm-hmm. that extent. Yeah. Um. That is that was uh, decimated or, or or something to that degree. I'm not too mm-hmm. sure exactly. So it was cool to kind of see that because when you um. It might be when you want to do one of the first uh, cutscenes. I'm, I'm not too sure, but there's like a pan of um, of uh, Baghdad, and you get this like rounded like wall, basically that sort of that sort of like encloses everything. And and yeah, and and like James says, it's it's very contained and it feels very lived in. It's still got that little bit of I don't I don't want to say jank, but it's just got that. There's a lot of stuff here, so it's there's still like a lot of, you know, it's AAA, but there's you know, it's does have a little bit of. Bit of, bit of bit of jank and stuff, but um, no, I, I quite liked it. And there's the the people within the world and um, seemed quite like the little. There was I think one mission that we couldn't show. No, sorry, so in our preview, all the footage because I've got a video preview that you, that you can watch, but you couldn't show dialogue scenes um, in the in the captured footage unless it was actually provided to you. Um, so there's one like scene where he. Uh, in the first mission that we do, or at the very start of the previews, he, he, um, Basim comes out and speaks to this kid, and he just you just kind of get this sense that he, he's he's very likable, he's he's very friendly, like he's very jovial kind of thing, and I quite I quite liked him. Um, and there's a there's a there's a side mission that I just did a bit later. I don't know if you saw this side mission, James. I just happened to stumble across it, but there's a there's another kid who's kind of on this tower, right, and. Uh, the word was like, oh, that kid looks like he's stuck or whatever it was, right? And I ran back over and he, these like kids are like egging him on to like jump off the off the top of the tower and old mate goes up there and just kind of, you know, talks him through it. And yeah, it was just, it was just quite a nice little, um, little moment. Uh, that, a part of that is actually in my footage. So check, check, uh, <laughs> check that out. Uh, Yes, but um, gameplay-wise, it's, it's it's there's nothing new here. I think um, I, I wrote that it's more of a refinement of the ideas and systems that this series has sort of had over the years, uh, and definitely a lot more on those more contained games, like those more story-driven kind of games, uh, whereas the RPG ones are kind of just, you know, pulled and stretched right out to just yeah, sort of have as much sprawling. stuff as you can, whereas this does feel like it's a lot more character-driven, a lot more story-driven, um, and I won't talk about any sort of story beats here, although we didn't get a lot. I didn't get a, a, like a lot of stuff because it was still pretty early on this um, preview. Um, but yeah, I mean, the combat I think is probably one of the bigger things that I noticed that had sort of tweaked a bit because this is why we spoke about it last week, James. We went and played Mirage. Ah, uh, sorry, went and played Unity. Um, mm, yeah, yeah, just to sort of. And yeah. I mean, I, I probably should have played Syndicate, but I'd already finished that game, and I knew that Unity mm. was halfway through, so I could just load up and. So yeah. I had to I had to download the fucking deal. I could not get it to work right. Uh, Unity. I was like, I have the mm. game. It's installed. Why won't you let let me play? And then I realized I had to download a DLC that I had of something. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's trying to pull but, content that wasn't there. <laughs> um. But yeah. So the combat has definitely. It's a lot more fluid. It's kind of a hybrid of of what they've done with these RPG ones. You can lock on to to your enemies. I'm not sure if you could do that before or not, but. The biggest thing that I found was that your actual attack buttons were your bumper buttons now. So your uh, R1 is your attack. It's that Souls-like, baby. Yeah, yeah. And that's you the hold, RPG. The and you hold your button. 
so yeah, like you hold it in to do like your heavy attack, right? Whereas in, in uh, Unity, it was square, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. To attack. And then your parry was whatever button it is. And then in Mirage, it's your L1. So you kind of got that going on. The only thing that I hated, uh, I don't know how you felt about James, but Dodge is mapped to square. It just felt I could never get a good hold of it. Like I just constantly felt like mm. I was pushing circle because it might be like whatever game, like I don't know, Evil West, like whatever I played recently that has that same sort of setup, but circle is Dodge, right? I think you'll find it's pretty common. So I can understand. Like yeah, other people circle, fall into yeah. that that pitfall yeah i hated it like mm-hmm. and there's in the footage that i got there's heaps of stuff of me like so basically when the uh, enemies glow yellow you can parry them when they glow red you have to dodge right and yeah, there's in the footage there's just countless times of me in red and like <laughs> just crouching because in because in like mirage it's <laughs> it's crouch um but yeah like i actually quite like the combat um i thought the parrying felt pretty good there's an, yeah, it's uh, very generous. Yeah. Um, I, I thought it, it does have a nice like flack to it mm. when you like, nail it as well. And then most times, or at least with uh, common guards, right? Like if you parry them, you can just execute them basically. And, and there's like, it feels quite, quite nice, but it is like combat is, I don't want to say like it's an afterthought. It is a, you don't go out to fight everyone. Like, you know, your, your way of going about it would be to stealth. Um, that's how this game is sort of not meant to be played, but that's the, you know, the idea. Yeah. I mean, I get, I get the impression they, they want this to be a stealth yeah. game. Um, like it, it does seem pretty first foot forward with that. But you could definitely go and, and combat if you, you know, if you like really, really wanted to. Yeah. If you, if you get yeah. caught, like if you could nail that parry over and over and over again, yeah. then I feel like you could take out, like, like you said, those middling level guards pretty yeah. easily. Yeah. Um, but I thought, you know, I, it was, yeah, it, it's the Assassin's Creed that we've, known for years before it sort of changed and that's you know that's that's pretty much where i sat with it i like i, qu- I quite enjoyed it um, but it's one of those things i didn't quite write this in my preview because i didn't quite have know how to write it right but it's one of those things where it's like you don't know what you have until it's gone mm. and then when you get it back you kind of like oh yeah and i don't want to say like i didn't don't want to say like i was disappointed with it but i was like oh this change back to the older former isn't as mind blowing as what I was expecting mm. it to kind of to be, you know. So Interesting. Art, like, these are, yeah. I think part of the problem is that, um, like, Mirage is a like build as a like a smaller experience, right? So they're charging twenty bucks less for it. There's no DLC, no post-launch content. This is just you get the game, you play the game, right? It's twenty hours max, something like that. Um, and uh, to use all those things as like a proving ground here, I think is is smart because I want them to make more of these kinds of games, uh, especially like within Ubisoft, which is so known for that like kind of quadruple A output. Um, <clears throat> but the problem, the I the, the not the problem, but one of the issues I found with it is that because it's still using the Valhalla like engine and systems, it's still got a lot of the Valhalla uh, heft behind it, and I don't like the way those games control very much. Um, and I think that if you're going to come to this expecting it to be like a return to form for the franchise, it's still going to feel the same like the, the rest of the franchise you've still been playing. Um, so like a Mirage 2, for example, that's built from the ground up to be a lightweight, more stealthy experience, I think is probably hopefully where we're headed with this. Because yeah, I, I, I agree. It's at the moment, it's like, oh yeah, it's, it's Assassin's Creed. Um, mm. But uh, I, I want it to be more than that. What I what I said to you, I don't know if it's sort of the, 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 the best moment, but I was like, it's like leftovers, right? You know, you, mm. you kind of get them out, you heat them up and you have a go at them, but it's not like, you know, it's not the tasty dish that you were hoping for, yeah. but you know, 
but it's what do we you know what do we do this weekend or what are we having tonight we're just having some leftovers yeah, yeah. it's us in the back of the fridge still yeah. smells all right so so what yeah. james just described there about <laughs> right. you know a, a okay. hypothetical mirage too that's a bit more you know lighter on its feet and feels more purpose-built for this kind of tangent for the series or perhaps separate thread that's actually what i was expecting of this mm. one so i was surprised to hear that uh i, I really mm. thought this was going to be a markedly different feel to valhalla and odyssey not rather an, an iterative improvement it, it started as a dlc for valhalla yeah. is that um, right oh shit i missed yeah. that yeah, but the the team was very much like, no, we think we can make something cool here. And like, you know, to their credit, I think everything else around the systems is is very cool. Um, but yeah, at, at the core, it's still going to be Assassin's it, Creed. It does, yeah, like it does feel like they've kind of gone, they've got the Valhalla recipe and kind of taken a few like little bits and pieces out of it. Like they've taken away the RPG levelings and whatnot that are in there, but it's still that same formula mm. if that makes sense it does but yeah. they've put but they've put it into a more smaller area but it but it's still like an open well you know there's there and there's still heaps to do and yeah tons of places to uh to go but i don't know we it won't sounds... talk about it for too much longer unless it's, uh you guys have got questions because we will have the, the reviews in what three weeks <laughs> like three weeks yeah yeah so we'll um oh it sounds you know, charming uh, Jane, yeah james got a preview yeah. i got a preview there's a video preview on our youtube go check that out if you want does James have a video preview? No, um, we, we are doing a video, but I just wanted to spook as well. I, I wrote like a massive profile piece oh, yes. on the studio that I'm really proud of um, over on Press Start. That should be going up. I mean, it'll be up by the time you hear this. So, Cool. Very nice. Shouts to Ubi. Keen, keen. Yeah. Big Ubi. Uh, any, any questions or any other things that uh, you want to add, James, uh, that I didn't cover? Uh, no, I mean, like I just opened it up to, to everybody else. I mean, like, I, I feel like... See, looking at this from the outside in would be interesting. So you, you kind of quickly brushed past this, Zach, but you mentioned uh, dialogue. Is this just dialogue where cutscenes literally play out? Like you have no interaction, you just sit there, feed you some dialogue, you can move on with your life? Or is there some... That you hmm. can actually make choices that you mean? Yeah, yeah, can you? I don't even remember. Uh, I don't think because that was any, very like that. That was a marker of the RPGs. Maybe it, it was. Yeah, I don't. I I never liked those choices in Assassin's Creed. I think Assassin's Creed is much better when it has a story it wants to tell. Yeah. Um, and this is definitely a return to that. I I want to say I remember there being a choice at some point, but it was nothing. Revolutionary. Yeah, I, I don't remember anything. You know, just off the cuff. You know, you're walking in the street, you have a chat with a trader, and you can choose mm. what to say. Um, did you, how'd you go with the lock picking? Sorry, not lock picking, the pickpocketing. So <laughs> I loved the concept. Oh no, no, actually. Okay. I love the mechanic of it. Right. So, yeah. it, you know, they've turned pickpocketing into an active QTE where like a button will flash on the screen and you have to hit it at a certain ah. point as a, a circle closes around. Yeah. Right. And so that way, you know, if you fuck it up, you get caught and you, there are consequences for you not being a good assassin. <laughs> love it. Right. I just thought the UI was hideous. Like it's like this giant glowing blue thing. And it's like, like the immersion, my immersion. Mm. <laughs> um, did you get it? Did did you nail it every time? Yeah. Oh mate, I Come found on, it mate, the very first game. time. Well, I didn't quite like. Okay, so this is the point in time where I was half looking at my phone to get Carlton tickets, half trying to play Assassin's Creed. Wow. Like, yeah, yeah, just hammering <laughs> the button. Well, and I didn't quite see like the tutorial bit. Like, and I was kind of like, oh yeah, mm. yeah just got to push the button, eh? Uh, yellow, that's bad or something. 
Yellow's mm. good. So, <laughs> <laughs> but then, like, did you uh, did you pickpocket many people? Did you see like the real tiny ones? The no, I didn't. Oh, have a look um, at my video, like when you can. But in when I talk about that in the video, there's mm. two examples of me. There, sorry, there's one of me doing it and one of me fucking it up. And it's like right. you see the outline on Discord when it highlights green, like when you talk. Yeah, that's about how thin yep. that. That's about how thick it was. Oh, interesting. Maybe a okay, tiny, cool. maybe a tiny little bit more. And I was like, oh, yeah. mate, it flashed up before I even seen it. And then, yeah, so yeah. if you do fail it, you can, uh, you know, people around you will like call for guards and whatnot. Um, you can actually kill people in the world. I had a crack at it, um, <coughs> did that. I was annoyed that I didn't get a pickpocket, so I decided to just kill the next person I saw. So, um, of course, as yeah. you do. So you can, you just killed a random person, not an enemy. Absolutely. Just a- did you get like a desync <laughs> message saying don't be no, shit? No, they were yeah, they were people. No, they were people. Well, I either hurt them. Or I just I was running, so I was like, mate, I'm. I didn't even way. stop to check. Didn't didn't like <laughs> check pulse or anything. So just I, I, the old stab and go. If they actually died, but they definitely <laughs> felt it right. And yeah, and then like for ages, like for ages, they like they would call me out, be like, here's the lawbreaker, here's the guy. Anyway, yeah. Right. So <laughs> my my very. Quick question kind of ties into that. Was there any inkling of modern day business or you were in Baghdad the whole time? Spoilers? The very <laughs> beginning of the game had a um, uh, like a voiceover as a bunch of like animus shit was right, going yep. all woo you know, uh, you know, you've seen Assassin's Creed, um, but yeah, it was, uh, I asked one of the, uh, the Assassin's Creed influences that was there and he was like, oh yeah, that guy's like really important to the lore and the canon. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So that stuff is, is going to be in there obviously. Um, yeah, cool. but I don't know the context of it yet. Sure. Mm. How wacky is it that I can finish every Assassin's Creed game to date and I couldn't tell you who's important in the, uh, <laughs> in the like that, you know, like good on him. Yeah. Oh, I Remember no Abstergo? You know, oh, hundreds of hours in this with a Sergo and shit. No idea, none. Mm. Cool. Adam, do you want to talk Hello. about Gunbrella? Yes, I'd love to. Um, so I was just having a look then to see when I previewed Gunbrella, and apparently it was October last year, which is absolutely wild to think it was that long ago. Um, those who haven't seen it, Gunbrella is a little action adventure side-scrolling platformer uh, where you, the titular weapon, the gunbrella is uh, a gun, but is also kind of your traversal tool that you can use to dash around, zip line, float, do all sorts of fancy, wonderful things. Um, and it's all set in this noir punk pixel art style world. Um, so it's very much up my alley, very much Devolver. Uh, it's, it's exactly what you would expect from a Devolver published game. Um, combat is nice and simple. It doesn't overcomplicate things. You've got a gun, you've got the, the umbrella that can be used as a shield to like bounce bullets back at enemies. That's pretty much it. You've got a, a few different ammo types. The default one is just a shotgun blast, infinite ammo. You can use it to your heart's content. You've got like a, a tri-burst rifle, flamethrower, saw blades, grenades, whole bunch of other stuff that you can buy at vendors or pick up from uh, downed enemies to, to use in a pinch. They're all a finite resource though. So you kind of have to, it's, it's one of those old school things where you save them for the boss fight is, is more or less the, 
the way you go about it. Um, the story is kind of to get you to from, from point A to point B. There's some endearing little bits and pieces in there, but it's more or less a story of revenge and retribution. Um, you start the, the game as an unnamed protagonist that a, a terrible thing has happened to. There is one person you can pin it towards and you work your way up the ranks to this person before you you take them out. It's it's there. It's just to kind of push you along. Um, it's about six hours long, give or take, which kind of hit the nail on the head for, for me. I, I By the time I'd kind of mastered the systems, got used to everything, it was starting to, to wind down and to, to kind of test you at the the height of, of those skills. Um, the pacing was a little bit funky as far as the story is concerned. It kind of petered out a little bit in the, the third quarter. Um, it was had to kind of this breakneck pace and it was kind of looking like it was working towards the end and then it kind of slumps a little bit. You do a bit of backtracking to, to previous locations, but then it finishes on, on a high again, which is great. Um, I found swapping ammo types to be a little bit cumbersome as well. It's literally just up and down on a D pad. Um, but because there's no like wheel or anything, if I wanted to get back to my shotgun shells, I had to go through all of my other ammo types before I got there, which is a little bit clunky, especially in like a a high tension moment, like a boss fight. It can be a little bit off. Um, and the stores that you buy things from, uh, they're just a little bit stingy. Like you don't come across money in the game a great deal resources are are pretty slim so to use those extra additional ammo types you you have to be very very selective and they're quite fun and I didn't want to be as selective as I needed to be so I would have liked them to be a little bit more liberal with that sort of thing but outside of that I had a a really a really great time with Gunbrella it's a very charming little game there's a little bit of humor tinged in there Um, but yeah I had a really good time with it Nice. Very cool. Big Devolver coming through with the goods again. Love it. You would. You would. Uh, <laughs> speaking of loving things, mm. James, tell us what you've been loving this past couple of weeks. Oh, so Lies of P. Um, this is from NeoWiz and Round 8. They are a South Korean studio and publisher kind of nesting doll of, of a situation. Um, it is a <clears throat> like a fairly dramatic reworking of the 1883 Italian novel The Adventures of Pinocchio by Carlo Collodi. I'm Italian. I should know how to do that. Anyway, um, <laughs> So I feel like it's been like a running bit on on Well Played that, you know, James plays a lot of uh, 7 out of 10 Souls-likes, right? Like it's it's been a, a thing that's happened, right? It's known. Um, very happy to say Curse has been lifted. Uh, Lies of P is fucking phenomenal. Um, this is far better than it has any right to be based on the fact that it's a game about fucking Pinocchio. Um, so very surprising thing here. There's a lot of Bloodborne DNA going on, but this feels to me like... Um, like they've extrapolated and expanded upon the ideas of Bloodborne. This is, there is, there's stuff going on in this game that I wish From Software would learn from is, is sort of where we're at with, with this uh, game, which is quite surprising. Um, so you play as I, I want to say his name is just P, but it, you know, he's the, the, uh, humanoid, um, uh, puppet brought to life, um, within this world. The concept is that, um, it's very, 
dishonored in that there's like a magical substance that sort of exists in the world and it's used to uh you know do incredible things with technology it's very steampunky but they use this like blue substance that's in the earth to do it um it powers a army of uh puppets which have always been used as subservient to humans and then something goes wrong bada bing bada boom the puppets revolt suddenly humanity is forced underground and this kind of very um you know, Edwardian kind of city and its surrounding area has been raised by these puppets and you are tasked by your your father figure and I guess literal father, uh, Gi- Giuseppe, I, I don't know, whatever the guy's name is in the book. Yeah. Um, he, he says, <laughs> hey, get out there uh, and, and, and get it done and sort of like solve the problem that's going on in, in our world. Um, to do this, you're going to be operating out of the Hotel Crut, which is a hub area, sort of in, a, in the same way that a lot of souls like do. Um, you, you can send survivors back here and, and whatnot. Like, this is a very familiar concept to, to a Dark Souls game, basically. Um, from here, you kind of sprawled out into a bunch of different environments. Um, there are your pretty standard stuff like your swampies, your poisons, your, what you're going to expect. Uh, and then Liza P just takes a lot of that and goes, What if it was fucking crazier, though? Like, it's so blown up and and extravagant and richly detailed and really really cool concepts smashing together um it's very cinematic at times as well it does a great job with its world of just placing you in the vibe of of liza p is is really great um on top of that the combat is you know it's sensational it's it's kind of a, a very 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 good approximation of what uh, from software do um i think that my only real complaint is that some of the bosses do feel a little rough around the edges, just a little unbalanced maybe, but these are the things that can be addressed in patches. That's, that's not the end of the world. Um, but you know, there's, I think 30 weapons to choose from. So again, a smaller sort of selection than you're expecting from maybe a, a souls like, but they make up for that by, uh, each weapons blade and handle can be detached from the other and put onto something else. Um, and so, you know, I started with a, uh, like a rapier kind of very dex focused build, but then I found this really, really cool great sword that was like a little machine powered one that I could wind up and hit people with. Um, and so I took the handle of my rapier and put a great sword blade on it so I could still get the dex buff uh, on a, on while wielding a great sword. And so that, that little bit of player customization and expression is something I think from software could absolutely learn from. Uh, on top of that, uh, Pinocchio has a, a metal arm that can be swapped out with a bunch of different kind of like Sekiro trick weapons. Um, so, you know, a flamethrower, a hook that you can use, just a bunch of different things that in and of itself can be like customized onto deeper levels under that. Uh, there's also a whole gear skill tree kind of system going on where each node that you unlock allows allows you to apply either defensive, uh, offensive or passive buffs to your system. Um, and so all of this is kind of being doled out to you over the first, I don't know, five hours or whatever of the game to the point where every time I thought I had seen all the tricks Liza P had to do, it would give me another cool thing to play with. Um, and so it keeps the combat really fresh in its introductory section like that. And then it just builds on it from there. Um, there is a lot of parrying. There is a lot of dodging. This isn't a, you don't play this defensively. Um, similarly to Bloodborne, if you are blocking and you get hit, you lose a bit of health. You can regain that health by jumping back into the fray and hitting the enemy again. Um, and so it's just constantly forcing you to be really aggressive, really uh, on top of your the granularity of the, the character that you can kind of create with with 
Pinocchio himself. So I loved all of that. Um, the return to a more linear Souls-like experience as well was oddly welcoming. Uh, there was a couple of times where a boss was like really kicking my ass. And I was like, hey, I can just grind. Like I remember being able to do this in FromSoft games at a certain point. Um, and so it was really cool to, to go back to be able to do that. Um, the only thing there is that items do get used up and like a vendor, like let's say he runs out of a certain item. It's just sold out from that point on. So I did find that a little bit frustrating. If you're giving me the option to grind a boss over and over again, just replenish my items for me. Like that's my only real wobble around that. Um, the do other, you, I guess, core can, oh, sorry. Yeah. So just on that, just so I understand, do you mean like if you mm-hmm. uh, have five health packs, right? And then you fight a boss mm-hmm. and you use those five health packs die. When you load back in, those health packs are gone. No. So the health pack is like the Estus flask. That's always going to be refilled no matter what. Every time you uh, stop at one of their bonfires, which is like a stargazer thing or when you die. Um, but if so, let's say like there's a boss that's susceptible to fire and you want to buy a bunch of like fire bombs to throw at him to try to like help yourself get through the battle a little bit. If you use those and then the shop sells out, you're done. Like it's just, you, you can't get any more of them unless they're randomly dropped by NPCs in the world. Um, if, the drop rates you, on that stuff is... But if you oh, die though and come back, you don't, they're, they're not still in your inventory? No. No, After the, uh, which used. is a very like original kind of Dark Souls right, okay. kind of run problem. Yeah. Um, so again, a little tweak I think would, would go a long way to help that because like this is a this is a hard game. Like the, these fights do get get pretty nasty. Um, I think that for the most part, the systems they put in place though give you enough to to handle it. Um, the other, I guess, main part of this is being you know a, a retelling of Pinocchio in a lot of ways. Lying plays a, a ostensibly a big part in it. Um, so at multiple points throughout the uh, experience that you might run into somebody who you have the option to lie to and you get like a little brief dialogue choice where like there's a timer ticking down, you hear these gears turning and then you can choose to either tell the truth or to lie to get through a certain situation. Um, if you lie, you get like an ominous little like, your gears are reacting to your lies, Pinocchio. Uh, very goofy, <laughs> very fun, loved it a lot. Um, the That stuff I think is thematically really cool and aesthetically really cool mostly only really impacts the endings though so you know it, it's not necessarily underbaked but it's you know it's it's for the endings basically um but you know everything else about the game aesthetically tonally concept wise i fell in love with this thing nice very cool and this is coming to game pass yes it is very exciting so for those with an xbox get excited that's it do you um uh, is it have you put a score on it yet or roughly where Not you would land yet i so i mean at the time of recording this i think we're about 4 days out from when i'd have to get that review finished so i'm still very much in the churning phase uh but i mean like i can't imagine this dipping below a 9 um probably more like a 9.5 wow Wowza. okay right wow yeah. i i think this is a really fantastic swing at, at a genre that's needed this kind of revitalization for a while. Um, I, I don't know what it is about it. It's just so particularly well-tuned to be kind of dumb and kind of goofy. Like it's, it's a, it's a twink puppet running around, right? It's so oh, silly. And he has all these like really cool costumes you can put on. There's this like entire sub faction of hunters of puppets and they all wear animal masks. And if you kill them, you get to don their animal masks. <laughs> uh, and it's just, it's that kind of stuff. It, it's, it's very, very, into its particular version of this world. And then you add on top of that, the customization and the combat. And it's like, yeah, like this is, this is great. Like if from software put this out, I'd give it a 10, you know, like we're kind of, we're, we're into that kind of realm of, I, I think they've, they've really pulled this off. Is Impressive. 
um, and I'm guessing yes by the answer, but I could be wrong. Is this the best Souls-like from non from software you've played? Yes, definitely from memory. You remember when I did um, uh, what was it the 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 French one about the the robots? Still, um, rising. still, still rising, still rising, still rising. That's what yeah. came to so, mind. Yeah. I, I enjoyed Still Rising. I, I thought that game was pretty okay for what it was, right? But Liza P to me feels like somebody realized the concept of Still Rising and then gave it a budget. Like yeah. this is, you know, like they're they're playing with the big boys with this one. That's mm. so cool, man. Uh, is there a new game plus here? Uh, there is, yeah. Are we going to see uh, any variation in playthrough depending on how we side with NPCs, that kind of dark side? I'm still figuring that stuff out. Okay, so that's that That yeah. could be a nice little interesting addition if we're lucky. Agreed, agreed. Mm. Nice. I'm so Good excited, stuff. man. Yeah. Awesome. Well, big shout-outs to uh, NeoWiz. Neo is in round eight. Neo Lies of piss. Get around it. Lies of piss. They never did give us our interview questions back. Bloody. Did you send them? Yeah, absolutely, I did. <laughs> He's checking. Maybe a little bit late. Now he's lying. <laughs> but they were like, it was like three weeks ago. So <laughs> They're a little busy right now, maybe. Probably. <laughs> it's like six, like six questions. Fucking do it in lunch break. Uh, all right. So let's. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So let's move on to James. You're uh, you better moist up that throat, mate, because you're about to talk. Oh, yep. Oh, the news. (laughs) Moist up that throat, boy. Yep. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, Well, actually, like, let's cut right back to you first up, though. Uh, Lens Island. Cursed Underworld update. What's up with that? Oh, shout out. Um, so the big big dudes at, uh, well, the big team, they're, well, they're not a big team, they're a little team, but uh, the team at the Queensland studio, Flow Studio, yeah, they cool. have, uh, yeah, they've released the new update for Lens Island, which is called Cursed Underworld. And this is the juiciest and tastiest update they've had to date. It includes a new dungeon um, area or something like that, and a bunch of there's a whole bunch of new stuff. There's a peaceful mode, so you can uh, just take in taking the game without without the uh, without combat. Yeah, check it out. It's uh, so this is still in early access. So yeah, this game's got a lot of excuse me, sorry, a lot of good um, good updates. So and the Steam reviews are. Very positive. 69 recently. So nice. nice. Hey. I'm still very hot to trot on this one. I, I still love what this game's doing. I'll, uh, I'll install it tonight. So let's see. I'll, I'll try and have something to say about it next week. We hopefully. For so long. I don't want to lock this in because it's just as the schedules have been wild for everyone involved. But we, you should see more stuff at some point uh, on Lens Island on, on the website. So. Yeah, I, I love everything about this game from what I've seen. I just need to play the thing. Uh, while James is just taking a collective breath, I'll jump into the other news that uh, I will discuss as quickly, and that's the Payday 3 stuff. So Payday 3's year one content has been revealed alongside two new characters. So there's going to be uh, four bits of DLC in the first 12 months, uh, and there's some sort of rough dates there. The first one is the ANZ Summer ANZ Autumn, Winter, and then Spring for us. Um, I've also wrote here in the little piece that um, the 12 months of DLC 
uh, sorry, if you want the first 12 months of the DLC, you've got to get the gold edition. There's no pricing on uh, season pass yet. So not too sure what that'll cost you separately. Um, but yeah, if you want to pre pre buy all that, you can get the gold part, sorry, the gold edition, which is 146 bucks on consoles and 135 on PC. There is Yikes. a half yearly pass, which is the silver edition. I can't remember the pricing, but it's on the website. It's on PlayStation store. So you can check it out. If that's, some of the interests you and but there's also two, two new characters there are two female heisters known as pearl and joy uh so they're joining the your stalwarts there in dallas hoxton wolf and chains as they uh yeah go to new york the game's not out yet is it no it's on the 21st of september I mean, I guess like the whole post-launch content roadmap has, has become like a really common thing at this point, but I don't, uh, I don't know. Like that's a lot of money to be like, you'll get more characters eventually. Give us $150. Well, like, I don't think it's, um, well, I mean, characters maybe, but it's, it's more like heists and stuff like that, that they mm. give you. So this is, yeah. Like, I mean, this is pretty common for like payday. Like, yeah. 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 Did, did Payday uh, ever introduce new characters? I know there was like masks and stuff. There was new. There's another. Uh, I can't. Remember, I can't remember their names, but yeah, there's. I don't know if they were new. I remember there being other characters though, but yeah. So the um, two, the two new female characters are behind the DLC. Yeah. No, I don't. Or they're well, in, they're in the base game. Right, okay. I was going to say, locking off the only female no, options would be a no, bit No, so rough. when you buy the cool. game, you'll get... Did you say only female options? Are there no women in Paydeck? No. Traditionally, not these playable. are the first two, yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. What is, uh, sure. All right. No, women <laughs> don't rob banks. Everyone knows that. I'm kidding. <laughs> they rob banks all the time. Two is <laughs> stealing hearts, mate. Um, Too yeah. busy uh, stealing hearts. Thank you, Zach Jackson. Um, oh my goodness! I think there was a. No, I don't remember. I was gonna say there was like a bad character that was a female, but I don't remember. Actually, I'm making that up. A femme fatale. Uh, but yeah, so that's <laughs> the that first. <laughs> yeah, first two goes to Fred's, comes I... back, dropping femme fatale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, like, it's it's exciting playing, like, badass women uh, in a game. That's for sure. I think we're, Yeah, I, no, it's good. It's... I think the industry is starting to realise that. <laughs> <laughs> it's been how many years now? And they, I think they have their own little traits. I don't know. I kind of, to be honest, I just copied and pasted from the... Um, no, well, Pearl, Pearl is a con artist, an infiltrator. Classic. And then Joy is a genius hacker and security expert. So I can imagine that they have some um, traits that relate to those things that will help with obviously persuasion and, um, you know, door hacking, I suppose. Yeah, I'm trying to remember how your, your preload out works, like your, your base loadout. I can't remember. I can't remember if, if, if you have like base skills that um, maybe, maybe in Payday 3, that's the thing. Yeah. Because otherwise it's like, why would, unless it's just backstory, like, you know, what, you know, what benefits is that? Yeah, it's if you just a cosmetic thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the other quick news I'll do uh, is that our good mate Bilkins Folly, the Tassie, Tassie made game there, is releasing on October 2nd. 
So that oh, this God. is coming to, and this is actually, I didn't realize this was coming on all these platforms. I thought it was PC first and then these, but it's coming to PC, Switch, uh, PlayStation consoles uh, on October 2nd. So this is the little um, treasure hunting, very vibrant, very colorful, pixel arty, uh, yeah, treasure hunter game where you basically use your uh, map skills, your, what's it called? Cartography, is that it? Um, do that and you, yeah, try and, try and find treasure. The premise is just, I think, um, you're uh, looking for your relatives or families like lost treasure or something like that. I should know. I'm doing it for maintenance Australia shout outs. Um, uh, sorry, you are in search of Percy's mother and grandfather who mysteriously vanished without a trace. Together, Percy and, and with his pup Drayton, you will find a new ship, meet and recruit your very own crew, and scale every nook and cranny of the world, uncovering great mysteries, treasures, and life changing family secrets. So, there you go. Uh, hopefully, I should have some content up for that game soon for made in australia james yeah all right let's 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 do it let's go um so apparently nintendo have been a little busy showing off uh behind closed doors of the supposed switch 2 uh model this was a report out of vgc that at gamescom uh nintendo had been showing off the does everyone remember the uh matrix awakens unreal 5 Mm, uh, demo Mm -hmm. that came out uh, in 2021 apparently this thing was running on the switch and looking comparable with the ps5 and xbox series x and s this is of Obviously, um, that's very hopeful, you know, Mm. like I think if Nintendo could pull off something like that, that would be pretty impressive. Um, The idea being that there's uh, NVIDIA DLSS technology going on to use AI to up-res sort of the the baseline uh, potential of this system. Um, There was also rumors that The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild was seen running in a high resolution and at a solid 60 frames a second, uh, but not for the means of presenting it as a remaster, just more of a, I think, a tech demo, basically. Um, so I think that the, the switch two seems to be, you know, on, on the horizon, maybe just out of interest. If you hear that, right. So what you've just said, what dollar sign do you put on that? Do you think, what do you think they're going to charge for that? I think it just depends on what the DLSS is doing, right? Like, cause if the, if the base unit is just producing, you know, like a, a 720 image or whatever, and then the DLSS is doing all the rest of the work to, to bring it up to like modern standards, right? You can probably get away with running a, a slightly cheaper rig. Um, but I don't know. I can't imagine it's doing that natively. Like it, that would that, be that's a, a fair very upright. expensive unit. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, for sure. Some big lifting. Yes, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I can't imagine that they would price out their own market on this. Um, yeah. I mean, Nintendo don't... Like, Nintendo, I think, are scummy in the way they charge for their games, but I think their hardware has always been relatively reasonable. Um, yeah. Cool. 700? Yeah. Yeah, sure, why not? Let's do is, it. Is that a lot? I know that Jamie has mentioned... Anymore. Jamie's mentioned before what the Switch cost. Let's see if I can find it in the... Uh, in the Discord like at there. launch or yeah, I thought at launch it was like 550 550 yeah. yeah it was, it was? around okay. that mark yeah yeah so if you pushed it to like 6 650 I think it's probably as high as you could go for our market because um, mm. you really start getting into I mean and, and at this point as well you'd need it to be more of a fully functioning console right it couldn't just be for Nintendo games it'd have to be for third party games that you play yeah. anywhere else right um, so yeah 
Uh, while we're talking about Legend of Zelda, though, um, AG, uh, I've, I've already fucked up his name pronunciation. I'm not going to try again. Um, he has said that there will be no DLC for Tears of the Kingdom. Um, how do we how do we feel about this? Is this? I mean, Nathan, I guess you're the only one here that's really on the the Zelda train with me, but. Um, no, no post-launch content. I think they just said they're, they're going to be focusing on whatever comes next for Zelda. Do you know what? Considering Tears of the Kingdom takes us back to the world that we had in Breath of the Wild and fills it out pretty robustly, do we... Do, I, I can't say that I really expected or, or think it needs DLC. It's, you know, mm -hmm. let the studio work on the next thing, I think. Yeah, I agree. The Breath of the Wild DLC, what was it... it for, focused on the champions or I, I i'm very much out of the loop here but there did either of you did either of you play them i played I did not i played the first one which was just a effectively a series of challenges which uh, had some neat, neat gear behind it so nothing very substantial and then the second one yeah i think was a kind of like an epilogue to the main yeah, story right. and i actually didn't play it that probably says enough mm. as to whether it's worth having dlc for this one as well then i guess mm. Um, yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, imagine I put a nice transition here. Um, Gearbox Software seems to be the next on Embracer's uh, tear through AA studios that they might be fucking over. Um, so Embracer are looking to um, offload a bunch of stuff. I don't think they're looking to outright close the studio, um, but because of the debts that they've been taking on, they are looking to rapidly sell some stuff to bring in some cash, I'm guessing. Uh, and yeah, it seems like um, old, mate, old mate Gearbox is the next up. Do we think Microsoft is about to make another purchase? Oh, I think it's too soon, surely. Yeah. Surely they, <laughs> they would have to deal with Activision before they buy it. Yeah, else. but it mm. takes years for that kind of acquisition mm. to fully, you know, am amalgamate. Mm. Mm, gearbox. I think the well, real they... question is, can Randy Pitchford get any sweatier? Like, is he <laughs> going to sweat over his sweat over this? Uh, I, I could see him doing it. Was it? He was the dude, the, the whole, like, um the porn USB at the medieval oh, yeah. fair or whatever. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm. Would he mm. allegedly? Um, I could make that one disappear with a magic trick if he tried. <laughs> would <laughs> would they? Um, would they even want Gearbox? That's a good question. That's that's. I the mean, question I feel like Borderlands is a pretty viable is brand. Um, it's, it's uh, I, was, I, though, I think you it? could bring back Borderlands. Um, just fully divorce it from everything that's come before and be like. You remember the vague outline of this franchise, right? Like here it is again, day one on a Game Pass. There's also a movie coming out with Kate Blanchett for some reason. <laughs> I think that's kind of what I liked about Wonderlands. That it did you know was a marked departure from that formula. It was heading Just in looking. a different direction. Yeah, I li I liked um, that a lot. I think it was my oh, favorite. Oh yeah, the D and D one. Yeah, forgot about that. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. That was great. Oh, that, how could you forget Tiny Tina? I know. Not a character yeah. I enjoy, but a game I liked. Big Duke. Big Duke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Big Duke. Big Duke. Look, there's there's a lot there's, there's a lot to love there, um, and you know maybe maybe they've um, you know run out of uh, fuel, and maybe they do need a, a push from some some of the big boys. But I don't know Xbox or is 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 the one. Mm, it's a tough one. Well, let's mm. let's just have a look at their like a stab at their like recent games. Right, you got Duke Nukem Forever, mm -hmm. Alien Infestation. I don't know what that is. Sure. Borderlands 2, Borderlands Legends, which is on mobile, whatever. Aliens, Colonial Marines, Stinker again. Borderlands, the pre-sequel. Yeah. Aussie made, so we'll give it a thumbs up. 
it's Borderlands really, the it's handsome. really a thumbs down, but yeah. Borderlands the handsome question. I don't know if you know what that is. Like, I know what it is, but I don't know what game it is. Isn't like the is. trilogy put on Switch or whatever? It's just right. a repackaging, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was yeah. on PS4 and Xbox One. Yeah, whatever. They're Close enough. <laughs> near, so near enough. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Homeworld Remastered, Battleborn. That's great. Oh, come on. Uh, Battleborn. Homeworld is brilliant. Battleborn. Battleborn was okay for a no. second. Yeah, for a second. We move on. Just yeah, like well. everyone did from Battleborn. Duke, yeah. Duke Nukem 3D, 20th anniversary, whatever. And then they got some game called Pen and Teller VR, FU, U, U, and U. I don't know who Pen and Teller is, mate. What? Pen and Teller? It's in The is Magicians. It, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. yeah. I know who they are. Sounds like a <laughs> wine brand or something like that. <laughs> um, Borderlands 3, Tina Turner. I mean, Tina Turner. Tina Turner. Yes. New, I new love where this the is going. They got nothing, mate. Mm. Who would want that? Sorry. Yeah, Sorry, Randy. That's not a great lineup. What are you uh, buying? They seem to do a lot of co-developing as well. Like, they... They did God, they did God They used to do a lot of ports, Gearbox. Yeah, well, now it's turned into a shit box. <laughs> Jesus, hey. all right, mate. Put those guns away. Fucking hell. And this is why we think that Microsoft isn't acquiring them. They should. <laughs> this all makes sense. Yeah. You know what you could hand to a teller, though? Ah, uh, good. Your Xbox credit card. <laughs> very good. I'll pay that. Thank you. That's very good. I, I appreciate it. At uh, uh, Jez Corden has X or tweeted. I don't fucking know. Whatever. Um, Xbox is launching a Mastercard credit card. Um, so this is, I think, a, a fairly common thing. The idea being that you know you, you get a credit card with a certain alignment and it gives you uh, benefits, quote unquote, points, quote unquote. You know uh, the use of it on like streaming services, dining delivery services, a bonus five thousand card points of fifty dollars of value, um, and you earn five times card points on eligible products and the Microsoft Store. Um, Adam, I know that mm-hmm. you have some some thoughts on this, so I might I might cut to you. Yeah, I've got skin in the game because peeling back the curtain, I work for a bank. Um, you did. Is all kinds of, I know. Fix it's my all kinds rates, of gross mate. to me. To can't do any of that. I um I find it really gross to connect a credit card to any kind of gaming service or company, just because it feels very predatory. It's it's already a medium where people spend money needlessly um, and very mm-hmm. frivolously on random microtransactions and other shit, and to give another real world incentive to do so. Um, yeah, it just, it, it rubs me the wrong way just cause I don't know. I see the real world implications of it on the daily. Um, and it just, mm-hmm. I don't think people need another reason to be, um, spending their money unwisely. It's just a bit gross. What's the next move getting into like after pay something like that. <laughs> yeah. Feel I mean, that would be, Phil pays good. But you, you know what? I'm, I, look, I'm not seeing Phil Spencer out here, you know, posing with the, you know, the card in his hand. I don't think this is like a move from him. I think it's something that someone else in the company slapped an Xbox logo mm. on. Like I highly doubt. have to be like. Oh, oh, but surely. I don't oh, think no, so. I don't wonder, yeah, how, how the inner machinations of, of the Xbox brand work because, like, it's so big at this point that I can't imagine, you know, Spencey's out there being like, 
I approve this message. No, you know what? He time, probably would but... have approved the number, like the what did you get? What do you get? Five percent back from mm. game purchases. He probably would have yeah. approved those numbers. He pro- they were probably mm. just like, this is going ahead. We're doing this. What what do you approve inside it? Um, mm. That's honestly because otherwise he'd be he'd be promoting it like he does games. Same as Sarah Bond. Um, He's too busy with his black card, mate. That thick metallic one you can't even get through their bloody swipers. <laughs> Who swipes their card anymore? So arcade. Oh, okay, Fuck, I feel like I've been called out. Okay. <laughs> Zach likes things. Yeah, he, he he likes them a bit old school. I There's like tradition. You know what I mean? Yeah, Tra- yeah. The tradition of swiping your credit card. <laughs> um, few things I would say are more traditional than Charles Martinet's role as as Mario. Um, so we we've talked before about how he is stepping down from the uh, the the acting as of Super Mario Wonder. Um, we've now got some clarification on what it means to be a Mario ambassador. I think we all made the joke. Well, I definitely made the joke about taking him behind the barn, um, but. <laughs> No, he's, he's going to be doing some traveling. He's going to be meeting up with fans. He's going to be smiling. Like it's a very sweet message from Shigeru Miyamoto and uh, Charles Martinet. They posted on Twitter. Um, yeah, like it's it's cute. It's nice. Not not really much news here. Just a bit of fluff to bounce us over to Super Mario Wonder being playable at PAX Australia Yay. this year. Um, so obviously this is quite, when, do, when does the game come out? Like 20th. 10 days later or something? 20th. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, pretty pretty soon after. Um, but if you are on the the floor at PAX Australia, you will be able to play a bit of a demo of Super Mario Bros. Wonder. I I won't because these kind of demos are so massive at these events that, like, everyone else is just going to get in there and, and do their thing, and I find that very overwhelming. If you see um, the but, really big queue at PAX, yeah. you know what that is. Yeah. Exactly right, exactly. Um, no, can, wait, wait, I, can I'm we, glad that it's there. Can we just play at Media Hour? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I thought about that as well, but then I was like, oh, I want to see the indies before, you know, everyone else starts to crowd around them as well. You know, you got you to do your prioritizing, I, I think. It's it's tough. No, yeah. I'm going there. Sorry. You got, hey, look, I, I, I one, of, one of us has to. <laughs> yes. Someone has to take the wonder pill. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Happy to. Good. Yeah. Um, oh my god, I can't yeah. wait. Oh my god, guys. Pax. It's nice to see big support for Pax Australia as well yeah. from the, the big boys. Like that's a that's a pretty good get for them, so Amazing. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um they haven't been left alone in the dark. <laughs> Damn it. Oh. Um so, so you great. fell so far so fast. <laughs> oh, no, that, that's the patented James way. Um, Alone in the Dark, this is the, uh, the, the I guess, like the, the reboot of the uh, very old school um, survival horror kind of adjacent franchise. Has been pushed out of its October release date and will now be releasing on January 16th, 2024. Um, uh, I liked that this developer and this publisher just said, you know what, it's too fucking busy. We're just going to get out of the way and we will see you guys in January. It gives the team a bit of time to polish the game, obviously. And also it means they're not launching in the same week as Alan Wake 2, which sounds like a disastrous choice for this game, especially. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I would like to see more of this kind of honesty, I think, in, in games messaging. Yeah, I respect the hell out of developers when they're just like, oh, no, that release window is fucked all of a sudden. Like it is just mm. completely packed and we know that our game like you're not going to have time to play our game. You'll be playing the other big hitters, and we understand mm-hmm. that. So, yeah, more power to them. Good work. I know a couple of us folks breathed a sigh of relief when we saw this. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely, absolutely, yeah. 
Uh, on the topic of Alan Wake, by the way, did um, anyone watch that 13-minute gameplay reveal that they did for IGN? Oh, no. disappointing. It looks primo. Very, very nice, like, Midwest America fog rolling in. I was I was very oh. much in my element. I thought you... For a second there, I thought you were talking about that it looked bad. No, no, like, like it's... disappointing. Uh, it, I was it, like, oh... No, 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 no. He's I, I think disappointed it looks really in cool. us. Um, yeah, yeah. Yes, very much so. No, the uh, the <laughs> gameplay actually reminds me of the RE4 remake, um, which if, if it feels as good as that game did, like we're in for a, a very I'm big treat. Sorry? Can you yeah. repeat that? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. You say RE6, because yeah. I know there's been a lot of RE6 tonight. So. <laughs> there's been a lot of RE6 in my life, actually, but uh, no, 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 no. Um, cat movie is happening too so oh, yeah. uh, Stray is getting a, an animated film adaptation um this is being done by uh Annapurna I guess does that sound right I yeah, always call films, it yeah like like the better movies and stuff yeah. don't it yeah I always yeah. say yeah. Anna Purina because it's like the, the animal food. Oh. I don't know why <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep, yep. that's actually pretty good that's <laughs> the uh cat's Rip. got a good got a got a good bargaining agreement it's you're, animated. You're cat should be on straw. It's animated. I was expecting a pun out of you then. <laughs> I was trying. I was it didn't think hit, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was oof. Um, that's the news. There you go. Ah, uh, fuck yeah. Nice. Oh my god. <sighs> yeah, right. News, eh? How good. We love news. Um, can can I just before we move on, just of one course. second. I I I never mute my mic or move away from my mic when I laugh. These guys laugh heaps. Just saying, they just don't put it on there because they mustn't like we the don't. sound We're of their inside. laugh. I'm <laughs> glad that you mentioned that. Uh, yeah, if the listener doesn't appreciate how much of a jovial time we're having here, eh? Yeah. No, um, I'm just because I sound I like a giggle. <laughs> No, I just, I, I feel oh, like I, sometimes I sound like a giggling idiot, but I'm actually just having a good time and a good chat with with my pals at Well Played, you know? Love mm. We love a good laugh. Um, speaking of laughs, actually nothing to do with laughs, but what, lost my train of thought. But mine were bad. <laughs> <laughs> next, no, uh, just that last next, one. Um, yeah. Next week though is big week. Ash is very excited. You can probably feel his energy. You feel Ash wailing. Wailing? Yep. I, I can <laughs> always feel than, Ash. Better than what else I was going to say. But he is very excited. We're all excited about Mortal Kombat. Why are you bringing that up? Good good question, James. I'm, I'm glad you asked. The 90s film of the week. The 90s film of the week. We're going we're gonna to go right back to... Uh, to 1990, I shut the tab. No, I didn't. There it is, 1995, when Mortal Kombat first came out. The fir- very, very first film with uh, Mrs. Pete Sampras, uh, Bridget Wilson is in it. You got we got Christopher Lambert. You know Pete Sampras, the tennis player. Can you say a name? I, d- I uncultured. <laughs> you know what? I actually person. do recognise that name. Um, I used to watch the Australian Open religiously. Uh, growing up, uh, that was the only tennis I ever watched. Um, but yeah, he, 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 maybe when I was like seven, he was famous. Yeah, I think he retired like 
many, many years ago. Anyway, uh, yeah, so she <laughs> is Sonia. Then you got a bunch of other people in there. I'm not going to say their names because I'll get them all wrong. But um, Mortal Kombat, the first iteration of Mortal Kombat on the big screen. Who loved it? I've seen it? it. Absolutely. Good shout, mate. What a time. you seen it, Adam? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Many a time. So, so I haven't watched this, but I won't go into it, but my auntie's like, like I've got these aunties that have really eclectic media tastes, like massive weaves. Oh but they, uh, they lent me the entire series. There was there was like a television Mortal Kombat yep. series. They mm-hmm. lent me every DVD of that. It was the most jank Power Rangers looking shit ever. Like a cartoon? Yep. No, no, no. Live action. How Lots long of scantily this? clad costumes. Really shitty special effects. Uh, lots mm. of soft daytime lighting. Uh, Kind of shit, kind of alright. Really weird. It was Conquest. It was not alright. You, you're being too. <laughs> you're being too nice. Conquest was fucking. It, dog shit. I was. I was watching this before streaming and stuff. So compared to like the shit I had to watch uh, on television, okay. I was like, this is great. But yeah. no, it was. It was pretty trash. But I enjoyed it. The mm. film is way better and way worse. Watch Can't it. It's great. Films. That's wild to me that you haven't seen it. I also haven't, to be fair. Yeah, what the fuck? I'm watching the trailer so, right now. This it's so how does it look? <laughs> this is beyond well, words. Mm. Right, His choices often are. You think that's words? Let's. You hey, before we move on, then. just oh super duper God. quick, super quick. Mortal Kombat 1995 film. Google that shit. Uh, the cast photo for Lyndon Ashby that they've got up. I'm getting some big Spency vibes. <laughs> a little bit, if, if he had had too much plastic surgery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I see it. Yeah, oh, I see you. it too. Yeah, shit. Or he just yeah. polished his face or something. One of the two. Like. <laughs> Xbox money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, you can continue now. Uh, yeah. well, no, I was actually going to say, now that, well, you've kind of ruined the question, but I was going to say, what do, what do you think this has on Rotten Tomatoes? 12. I like 12. 40. Rhiannon? 45. <laughs> Did you look at the score? No. It's 45. Oh, Let's yeah. go. Fuck nice <laughs> uh, you, boys. How about you watch it and then get back and, to us next week? And if you want to watch it, where can you watch it? Lovely question, fellow podcast member. Uh, you can watch it on Prime for three bucks, rip off, and YouTube for three dollars. <laughs> now, bargain, absolutely, mate. Wait, pra- three bucks. Is it three dollars? You can't it- stream it anywhere. After buy it. Absolutely. This is not the future we were promised. Oh, so I I'm also. Gonna to, I'm gonna have to get on a ship. I think. Once y'all have. <laughs> once y'all have watched the the first, I need you to then watch Mortal Kombat Annihilation because it is the worst thing ever put to film. And what I about the 2021 one? So. So I just now that one's watching decent. it on Netflix. So it's on Netflix. Is it? Is it decent? <laughs> it's decent. It is Mortal decent. Yeah. It just has better special effects. Oh, That's all. I've seen Annihilation. Okay, because mm. like, okay, my in my mind, I was like, no, there's because there's that scene where the the mom from the OC is like, and oh. you must die. And I was like, then I couldn't <laughs> see her in the cast. So I was like, oh, I haven't seen that movie actually. But no, there you go. Annihilation no, is <laughs> fucking terrible, and I love it so much. While we're on that topic. What Rotten Tomato is Annihilation? 12. Tw- 20, 21. I'll be generous. 35. 19. 
40. Four. 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 Oh. <laughs> Four percent. But, but, yes, just to be clear, Mortal and Kombat is on Netflix. For the pleasure oh, really? of watching that dog shit, you can pay an extra two dollars on YouTube to watch that. It's five bucks on YouTube. It's still three bucks on Amazon. Good old Jeffy, he's got you back. And Apple, it's four ninety nine. And it's worth every cent. Four ninety nine. You can't oh. watch these films anywhere unless you buy them. Mm. Or on Netflix. Oh, my man from time. my man from the Phantom was in this too. He's raiding. Gee, that's the Phantom is better than this rubbish. Zach approves of this message. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, skull rings. Absolutely. Oh, well played Christ. skull rings. Please no. <laughs> Please let's not go here. <laughs> they can like you know how like the Phantom's ring lit up. Yeah. Ours would project a QR code. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love it. I approve. Or maybe that could be the belt. You could be, you could be the the belt could be the QR code, but like in the shape of a skull. Because that's what oh, you yeah. want: is people scanning your dick <laughs> when you're at PAX. If, <laughs> jump on our website, scan my crotch. It's the, it's, it's the money maker. You know what I mean? Like, oh no! Oh, I thought the face yeah, was the money maker. Uh, Have you seen our faces? <laughs> <laughs> Well, the people listening probably haven't, so. Um, Some of them have. They like it. Anyway, let's. Uh, so, other off topics. Who else is watching anything? I watched The Meg 2. Oh, my God. You thought <laughs> Mortal Kombat Annihilation is bad. That is <laughs> not quite as bad as that, but it's up there. Um, awesome. It was not even. No, not, no, no. I'm not going to say that because that is a spoiler, so I won't go there. But um, I was very surprised by the direction of that film. Um. Yeah. Did the shark eat people? It did. Wow. Oh, huge <laughs> hungry, hungry sharky. Um, I kind of like the whole like concept of the Meg, though, like how they kind of go under the water and there's that, like, cloudy whatever. Under the sea. Like, and it's, like, kept them down mm. there and whatnot. That's kind of, it's neat. But, yeah, that film is not good. You like the concept of the thing in the water. That's you know, I, I almost <laughs> killed me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, bad film. Uh, also, but I did start to watch uh, Kin, which is a British Irish uh, TV show on SBS on demand, which is mm. really good. I think it's got like James is nodding. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, just yep. Yeah, cool. Um, I'm encouraging you. It is Being an like active listener. Ninety-eight percent or something Rotten Tomatoes or something or hundred percent. Rotten Tamatoes. We know oh, Annihilation. There. 100%. <laughs> so. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, wow. It's got uh, mm. Daredevil in it and not Ben Affleck. Oh. That's um, so ambiguous. It's got Daredevil in it. Charlie Fox? <laughs> yeah, Charlie that's Fox. what he's after. Same thing, um, Daredevil. I can't find the synopsis. I can Here it is. A boy is killed and his family embarks on a gangland war with an international cartel, but the cancellers have something the cartel does not have. The Unbreakable, and then the... I've clicked the link and I haven't gotten it there, but you get the gist. Well, thrilling. um, This is almost a a segment at the moment, isn't it? Um, But a film that I've watched on TikTok... um, (laughs) Yes, tell us. The Pod Generation... Um, it's got, um, oh goodness me. What is her name? 
what is her name? Who Amelia Clark. Close enough. Amelia <laughs> Clark. Um, and basically, in the not too distant future, it was, came out this year. Uh, AI is all the rage and nature is becoming in distant memory. A tech giant company offers couples the opportunity to share pregnancy on a more equal footing via detachable artificial wombs or pods. Uh, <laughs> but at what cost? So the, obviously this this couple, um, they're ready to take their relationship to the next level and start a family. And um, th- there's a bunch of sort of um, escapades that happen with this um, pod. Um, and Baby, then, it's my turn with the uh, uterus pod. <laughs> uh, it's uh, a romance comedy sci-fi, so um, yeah, get 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 around it. Um, you can watch that on Prime Video or on TikTok. Apparently, I'll or, unpack that a little bit. Um, so when you yeah. say you watched it on TikTok, right, how much here? of the film? No, no, no. I was, but I I feel like I need okay. another primer okay. on this. Right. Um, how much of the film? Is on TikTok. Uh, I, between, I don't know. So, so some TikToks can go for ten minutes now. Uh, so, but are you watching multiple TikToks? Yes, yes, one after the okay, other. So right. it'll come up on okay. my for you page, and I'll be like, oh, I like this because I, I I'm a bit of a, yeah. a buff for anything sort of like dystopian, like infertility future kind of thing. I don't know what's wrong with mm-hmm. me. Um, ask my doctor. Um, but but yeah, so any so it'll feed me that kind of stuff, and then I'm like, oh, and I'll go to the account, and the, there are accounts dedicated to this. I did explain this before. Right. Um, basically, yeah, yeah, you yeah. scroll down to your most watched. So probably about I've probably watched about half an hour. Okay, and how long is the film? Uh, 149 minutes. Oh, it's over two hours. That's a substantial amount of film, not on TikTok. Do you, do you think you'll go and watch the real film now? Um, maybe if I can find it. Um, but mm. I just, yeah, I just like the. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, I'm, this is not a value judgment as such. It's just more of a interesting for me. That's oh, yeah, what I find very, it very fascinating. It's yeah. a phenomenon completely unknown to me. And does the mm-hmm. film start at the start? I know this sounds ignorant, but does okay, it so, start right at the very start? Uh, no. So there's there's no like credits or anything like that. Um, but most of the time I might pick up something from the middle of the film. Um, so it'll be like, so let's say there's five videos or something like that. I might see something that I, that peak. <laughs> Piques my interest, and That's I'll go. That's a real chaotic way to watch it. And I'll go, it? and I'll go back to that account. It'll, it'll say your most recently watched, and I'll see like how many's before it. Sometimes it's the first one. Sometimes I get lucky, um, and yeah, it. Okay, I, I won't mention it anymore because I'm giving Adam an aneurysm. Um, oh, it really, it hurts. <laughs> it hurts me. <laughs> it's, it's so the opposite of how I. You know, you know, each to their own, hey? That's, yeah. Yep. That's cinema, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not a cinema experience, um, and I am seeing it, obviously, in um, in, in portrait. Um, but... Oh, the best oh God. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> All right, no, now you've upset me. <laughs> now we've crossed into a line. <laughs> oh, my oh. days. It's... Fascinating. Look, when something gets, you know, 41% on Rotten Tomatoes... Um, mm. It's probably That's not. That's where TikTok comes in. Yeah, it's not yeah. worth you know over two hours of my time. You know, mm. you've raised a very good point. I've just very spent the last good. few minutes trying to tell you to watch Mortal Kombat Annihilation, and then I'm like, oh, don't watch movies on your phone. What a fuckhead I am! <laughs> what an insult <laughs> to the concept of cinema. Yeah. I will. <laughs> you realize it's a perfect TikTok film. 
I, I, you know what? I will endeavor to find the Mortal Kombat, the 1995 one on TikTok (laughs) and I will watch it. Okay. I'll take that as a win. And I'll send it to you. So if you would like to fill in any gaps, any like, um, if there's any like, um, law that there will be no gaps. (laughs) Please do let me know. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anyone got anything else they want to share? For uh, watching this Very one. quickly, Nathan, I finished One Piece and I oh, fucking yeah. loved it. <laughs> Didn't you? What Gen- a genuine, Genuinely wonderful. Like it it encapsulates that, like the East Blue arc really, really well. And the little additions like mm. the Garp coming in, you know, a whole lot earlier than he, he does in the manga or the, the anime. As a, yeah, as opposed to like 300 episodes later on. It's really smart and it's dealt with like he's there for a good reason. Um, mm. And yeah, all the casting's great. The characters are fantastic. They've got good chemistry together. They do right by like their powers and abilities as well, which I was concerned about. It Yeah, it was mm. miles better than I had expected it to be. So very, very happy. Couldn't agree with you more. And uh, so, so I think about this as well because Rhiannon asked this when I brought it up. Do you would you also recommend it as, as an like an entryway into the series? Because I, I felt like yeah, absolutely. Because I, I thought it was so smart and how it tells that story in a new way that's also yeah. streamlined, accessible. Yeah, hundred percent. And it cuts a lot of the fat from because obviously it's it's what like sixty episodes, seventy episodes, yeah, fifty or sixty. Yeah, compacted down into you know eight hours of watching. It it cut it does actually cut quite a lot of a fat, and I know that might upset some people to hear, but yeah, it I'd say absolutely it's a, a good entry entry to to watch it, and I've I've picked up where I left off with the anime now thanks to it. So go watch One Piece on Netflix. Go on, yeah, boy. I um, th- there's a clown in it. Um, yeah, oh. I did wonder. They, I thought that might be a deal breaker. Nah, but yeah. he's fucking excellent. Yeah, but, but, he's, but he's also hot, though, yeah. Like, okay, so yeah, this, right. This lends yeah. into what I'm going to talk about because I mean, again, what? you know, amongst my you know my very you know prestigious viewing uh, habits um, <laughs> <laughs> on TikTok. <laughs> on TikTok, um, there's <laughs> yeah. there's thirst traps of that character. Like I've, this, I've this seen clown. Until I'm not on TikTok. I, it it's clearly a thing. It's. I mean, he can break into pieces, so that could come in handy, couldn't it? Where's his hand? There it is. It's like the Just... Mr. Manhattan thing, but like times however many you need, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, granted, they'll be a bit smaller, but think of the possibilities. Think of the possibilities. Ooh. Uh, I understand. Sorry, is it hot in here? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, what we're talking about, um, this, is, this is my one more thing for the week. It's very, very short. Um, like thirst edits on TikTok. I've fallen into a hole of Leon and Ada romance ones. <gasps> Um, because of my Resident Evil viewing habits. I love this. Um, Something highly recommend. Very much I enjoy I like it. that Zach shakes his head like he isn't the one creating them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's cool. all. All right, anything else that you want to discuss off topics? No. I've got one last thing. One last thing to talk oh. about. But it's, but it's got to be the it's got to be the end piece. It's got, it's got to be the thing we leave he's, on. He's been waiting. So, Says all on a high. Let's talk about last Friday night, shall we? Yeah, right. Okay. Well. Is a football thing? 
Oh, oh, is it? Football? Oh, the blues. The mighty oh, lion the bags. With the bags in the baggers. Let's go. Yep. The team that Zach claimed was at its absolute worst this year. Which it was. And now <laughs> what look a at turnaround, it. though. Absolutely. Yeah. What a turnaround. Very, very impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and this just, just, this is why that disappointment was so high because you knew what this team could actually achieve and how mm. good this team could possibly be. And they were still. Dinking it up like fucking enchanted portals. And now here we are like Liza P, mate. We're looking good. Um, second week of the finals, I'm going. Me and Anna are going. $84 a ticket. Thank you very much. How about that? Yikes. Um, nice little seat, Christ. though. And that's just like, it's like, you know, I've got a good life. You know, uh, you know, I'm not doing too bad for myself tickets, but they're not like, you know, Phil mm-hmm. Spencer tickets, you know. But, um, <laughs> yeah, that shiny Phil Spencer money. So You're I'm, not in I'm the excited. box. I'm excited, mate. The so, Blues are up and about. And yeah, they bring a crowd. Did you get on the blower to turn them around this season, mate? <laughs> I was, I was at the point, for no reason other than just to make myself feel better, of emailing, yes. of emailing I, the club. I fucking knew you would too. He's a, he's, <laughs> I was just... <laughs> a little tired on his hands. Fucking Karen, how are you doing? I didn't. I didn't, I didn't go through with it, but um, I, you know, I bitched out. But... Uh, He's got it in drafts waiting though. Just no, in I never case. never drafted it. I, I don't even know what, what I would say, but yeah, I was, Next time he takes a week off work, you better watch out, Blues. Better pull your socks <laughs> up. So is this Mate. is this the male version of a Karen? Yeah. What? Zach's Zach's reaction Zach Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> 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 oh no, I'm just asking. No. I got no no I no 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 I gotta ask I gotta ask right so if they don't go all the way though right do you think all of that vitriol just bubbles back up or do you think they've done a good enough job now that like you guys will be like you know what you tried your best it is uh, I mean it depends on how they lose I mean I'll be upset if they lose poorly but I won't be angry no mate they, they like okay. they were in the bottom four mate it's like dog shit they were terrible and. It's very hard mm. for teams outside the top four where you, where you get the double chance um, to kind of, you know, there's very, very few teams over the journey have have won the flag from outside the top four. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, but I, I'm, yeah. I'm confident. Like, I'm, you know, we beat Melbourne last time. Our football stacks up pretty well against them. They didn't play that well this uh, on the Thursday night. So um, there's hope yet. But it's it's the if if they win it's it's the next week it's the game in Brisbane to go into the grand final that's the one that ooh mm. you know if they get that far and they lose then fucking good on them mate that's a good start look we'll be right there with you yeah so uh, dear listener you better hope for our sake that the Blues do well over the next couple of weeks because <laughs> otherwise, otherwise I'm be hosting for a yeah, while yeah <laughs> Daddy's gonna raise the back end <laughs> treats us real mean honestly win, everyone's happy. If if they don't though, well, we might be down a well played member or two. That's it. <laughs> I I have. You up. might as well have been talking another language because I think you're not the yeah. only one. Oh, okay. I don't think they have AFL over there, do they? No. Yeah, they. They're no. It's a pretty good, pretty good team. Anyway, let, let's carry on. Ah, <laughs> uh, Karen. Let's let's call it there. It's Karen. It's Karen on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> for listening to this week's episode of the Well Played DLC podcast. If you want to check out the content, you can go to www.well-played.com.au. I was trying to do it my, my best Karen voice. I know. Um, I, 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 yeah. And, yes, you can go to the YouTube, which is youtube.com forward slash uh, wellplayed underscore au and check out the Assassin's Creed, do all the stuff you need to do. 
to make me pleased and it'll be good. And you people have a good have a good weekend. I mean like you know, like the channel and stuff. Oh will. Mm. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Cheers. Right. Bye. Bye. See Bye. you next week.